This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast designed and produced specifically for Florida small business owners and entrepreneurs. Small Biz Florida, talk that works for Florida. This podcast is supported by the Florida SBDC Network, providing the tools, strategies, and expertise to help Florida's business community thrive. Visit the Florida SBDC online at www.floridasbdc.org or contact your local office and get started on your path to success today. And this is Small Biz Florida, the podcast and broadcast that's all things business across the state of Florida. This is Tom Kindred, your host for Small Biz Florida and uh, our podcast team and uh, our setup, our executive producers, uh, Linda Gonzalez and Katie Muldoon, we are all on the road today. We are at the Florida Makes Make More Manufacturing Summit, incredible gathering of manufacturers from across the state of Florida. And uh, so we uh, will be bringing all uh, the manufacturing news from the conference to you uh, from through Small Biz Florida right here. So uh, we're starting off um, uh, with our friend uh, Tony Carvajal, who serves as the Executive Vice President of Florida Tax Watch. Uh, Tony, welcome to Small Biz Florida. Tom, great to have you here. Indian River on the road. That's awesome. <laughs> yes, we are. Uh, you know, you know, when you sit in your office, which I did for a, a long time as a small business owner, you really have no idea what's going on. And I, I, I when I pulled up to this uh, facility, uh, we are at the Guidewell uh, Innovation Center unbelievable facility in Lake Nona. When you look from the outside, it's not only a fascinating place. You look on the inside, this is a place where small businesses, individuals, innovators come and work. And it's fantastic. I remember when this was a cow pasture just 12 yeah. years ago. It's fantastic <laughs> to see yeah. this out of the ground. Yeah, it really it really is impressive. So it is so important that Small Biz Florida uh, get on the road and attend these conferences and, and work these conferences because there is an awful lot going on to support small business owners and operators across Florida. So again, Tony, we, we appreciate you taking time out from the conference today to talk to us a little bit about what's happening at Florida Tax Watch and what's happening in the, in the labor market. And uh, so with that, uh, we'll start as we always do, just a little bit of your background, pathway to Florida Tax Watch. So uh, thanks, Tom. I'm a native Floridian, and I started in the policy work in Tallahassee, working for the legislature, and since then have been in multiple different organizations. I'm the executive vice president at Florida Tax Watch, um, but I've uh, also been a small business owner and done consulting over time. And Tax Watch, you know, you hear that name, you think, oh my gosh, it's a bunch of uh, accountants and folks, but... We're a public policy think tank, and we think about those things that are going to uh, improve Florida and what we can do with our public policy, with our tax policies, with our budgets to make a difference in the state. And I'm so glad to be here at this Make More event because, you know, when we make more in Florida, we make more for Florida. And that's not something that, that is just an accident. We have the ability to really drive our own future and our economy um, by building more here in this state. No, it, it is. It's so important. And I've, even in my hometown, um, you know, down along the Treasure Coast, uh, it, it's remarkable to see uh, the change um, in, in the marketplace and what's going on, uh, really kind of moving from agriculturally based uh, economy uh, to much more manufacturing uh, and distribution. And, and I see it every morning I wake up and drive to work. 
You know, Florida manufacturing is also somewhat unique. People have this image of manufacturing, the dirty cities that are up north, but manufacturing in Florida is clean and it involves everything from um, agriculture to parts manufacturing to full systems and production across the state. I, I think it's one of the most diverse uh, places and given our global positioning, important not just for our state and the U.S., but uh, internationally connected Right. And so we talked a little bit before we went on. Um, we certainly don't want to talk about uh, taxes too much. You know, that, that's all uh, always bad news. But uh, we want to talk about, about workforce. So, so kind of tell us, how is uh, Florida Tax Watch involved in, in sort of that space? Well, you know, when we can uh, improve the business environment, make sure people are able to invest in Florida, then actually that creates more jobs. I'll start with Texas for just a second because manufacturing gives a good opportunity to talk about uh, where we've made a difference. Over the last few years, we've lowered the taxes on manufacturing equipment and some of the uh, inputs that go into manufacturing, and that has ultimately led to opportunities for the state. But the challenge that we're having here is the challenge that every small business is facing, and that is uh, talent. You know, there's a big reshuffling going around. um, And one of those things that hopefully is going to happen is as people reshuffle and think about opportunities and uh, real avenues for growth, I want them to start thinking about manufacturing because uh, there's some unique opportunities here for those people who are makers, for those people who who actually like putting pieces together, for those people who who uh, want to build things. And there's all different types of things. This isn't a greasy industry so much as it is a technology right. industry. Right. And you know, we we talk about at a local level. Uh, I was, you know, obviously um, we're hosted and housed at Indian River State College, so an awful lot going on at. at Indiana State College in terms of brand new advanced manufacturing training center coming out of the ground here, going to be ready to to to, to have students uh, very very shortly. Um, these are really great careers, uh, and and that's something we we've had to you know, we've had to start teaching young people that this isn't, uh, again, this isn't kind of your grandfather's uh, manufacturing uh, sector. Uh, these are good careers, uh, opportunities for growth, opportunities to, to expand your education. And and uh, and like you say, really more high tech than, than hardcore, you know, uh, putting pieces together. It really is. And, and that doesn't mean that you don't think mechanically, you don't think about putting pieces together, but just like you're talking about that center that's coming out at uh, Indian River State College, it is about advanced manufacturing. It is about, you know, getting smart people to connect through computers, through technology, uh, with what those opportunities are. There's still all different types of manufacturing going on in this state, uh, but the challenges um, are just getting people to realize that this is a career, that this is a long-term path. Um, You know, we started talking before this program uh, about talent. And, you know, whether you're talking about manufacturing, whether you're talking about accounting, whether you're talking about any industry, everybody is focused on talent. And some of the core principles that, or or the the core challenges that everybody's facing are the same things that this industry is facing. It's like, where are we looking for talent? How do we get them to think about not only staying in our state, but staying in the industries that we've got? That's a fascinating conversation. And I think that when we talk about it in manufacturing, it's very similar to any other industry in this state. Right. Now, Florida Tax Watch, uh, your organization, you know, works to improve the the productivity and accountability of, of Florida government. Are you, do you advocate with the, with the state government to support, create, 
launch, deploy programs in this talent uh, recruitment and retention area? Absolutely. So one of the things you got to remember is uh, a, a very large part of Florida's budget goes into education, and that's uh, K through 20. And that uh, is a, a big part, and I should say, actually say pre-K through 20, because we start getting people to think about uh, uh, training even before they, they get into their first classroom. So a big part of what Tax Watch does is make sure that those dollars are being channeled in all the right places. Uh, education is evolving, and, and I think that that's appropriate. It's not just the policies that are changing, it's the direction that it's going. Because we're, we're in a fundamental shift here. We're, we're redefining everything. You talked about sitting uh, at your desk in an office. That is even very different. I mean, just two years <laughs> right, ago, yeah. uh, you and I were begging to be on the road in places like this. Right. But, but we're learning to deal in a virtual world. We're right. learning to deal with people that we may never physically come into contact with. Um, but we advocate for policies that support you know, um, those changes. Sometimes it's accountability, too. The state, uh, you know, one of the largest budgets that we have ever had in this um, just this passed this last year, and we're likely and on path to keep growing. That growth is not just accidental. It's about making investments in certain industries, and we got to make sure that each of those dollars has a return to the, to, to the citizens of the state. Ultimately, we're the eyes and ears of Florida's taxpayers, and we want to make sure that their dollars are going into the education programs, the schooling, the initiatives, uh, the, uh, the, the workforce training, the uh, equipment training, uh, the investments in the state that will ultimately have a reward for uh, every taxpayer in the state. And, and you you talk about the change, and of course there's, you know, it's it's no more evident than than really at a state college. And and I'm a huge uh, believer in the state college system. It's a remarkable, incredibly powerful uh, system in the state of Florida. Really, a model for the rest of the country with our our yep. state college system. Um, and you know, I'm I'm not certainly not the expert, but I'm there's been kind of an uh, uh, an ebb and, and flow with state colleges. At one time they were, you know, very important, very critical, and maybe, you know, their, their popularity kind of waned. But I, th I, think, I think the popularity and the importance of state colleges is coming back. Do you, do you feel that? Because, Absolutely agree. Yeah. 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 I, I, and by the way, it's not just uh, importance. The importance has always been there. It's, it, right. Maybe it's a brand issue and stuff like that. We like to say that everybody needs continuing training, and they absolutely do. But, you know, that training comes in a lot of different places. Some of us get advanced degrees from, from universities. Many of us in the state actually do really, really well by going through our college system, but we also have certification programs, apprenticeships, right. training. You know, the, uh, the manufacturing industry is uh, trying to expand its base in all of those areas. We need a, a full spectrum of individuals that, that uh, are trained at very different right. levels. But, um, you know, there's a lot of industries that are starting to recognize that, you know, maybe I don't need a, a complete four-year degree or an eight-year degree. Maybe I can go to a college and get my two-year degree, an AA, or even right. a certification, and all of those are, are great options. Yeah. You know, those uh, give opportunities for employers to find great talent, too. Right. So... Yeah, I think what I've always liked is I like to talk about the proximity of a state college to its marketplace. Yeah. You know, we're there. We are, you know, we are baked into the community, baked into the uh, to the marketplace as a state college. And and we do. And we're flexible. We're, we're nimble. We can move quickly. Yeah. Uh, we can respond to a market need training certification program. I really I really think that that, as you say, 
things are changing, I really think state colleges are gonna are gonna really find that find once again their real niche in all of this because I think they're the they're the perfect tool for what's going on. Well, across the country, we're recognized as the number one college system uh, in the country, and I will say there's a reason for that. You got people uh, like Dr. Moore that that get the, uh, the the real impact of this, and you described it really well. You're responsive to the community needs. You're right there in the community right. and designing programs and actually giving opportunities for employers to come in and tell their story, not just, you know, train a student and send them out into the workforce with fingers crossed and hoping that you're connecting right. people at a local level yeah. and in a way that, that absolutely helps. And by the way, you're also a great two plus two model. You know, you're training people for advanced training uh, well beyond the, the college system. So. Yeah. And talk, uh, talk about your thoughts on here we are sitting in the Guidewell um, Innovation Center, uh, which I have, of course, just, yeah. <laughs> just learned an awful lot about in my short time here. But this, this is an example of a, of a business incubator that's dedicated to a specific sector of the market, healthcare. Yeah. Um, uh, talk, about, talk about how these incubators, uh, what role they play in this ecosystem, because we've got some really impressive incubators around the state of Florida. We I mean, do. And actually, uh, you know, sometimes they're, they're big structures like this. Sometimes they're just coffee shop organizations. Florida is a small business state. Look, we love our big businesses here, but it is a small business state. And sometimes that is an entrepreneur, an entrepreneur plus one. And sometimes it's, it's a small group of individuals. You look around here, there are people that really, really smart, doing some fantastic things, making difference in healthcare. But if uh, you and I are here today because of this Make More conference, uh, which is all about manufacturing, and some of the things that they're bringing to the table is yeah. also pretty fascinating. You know, the machinery that you see that makes this uh, cost-effective, safe, clean is, is absolutely amazing. I, I did want to mention a few things that we're expecting to hear over the next few days because I don't know how long you and I are going to talk, but I know that the pressures that I face when I'm hiring in my office are the same pressures that other small businesses face, and that is how are we going to recruit some talent? Mm-hmm. And you know, some of the things I've already heard and we're going to continue to hear over the next few days is uh, you know, too often we're going to the same pool. We're going and, and talking to somebody that works at another company. Well, there's right. real opportunities to expand the pool of talent and talk to people while they're, for example, at the state colleges system and tell them what those industries are. But there's also real opportunities to get people to recognize all the opportunities that come into the ecosystem, the cluster. So this particular building here and most incubators are set up so that smart people can collide with each other, sometimes physically and sometimes just intellectually. The more we can do that in our own communities where businesses get out and talk to students, businesses get out and talk to other uh, businesses about what their industries are, the more we uh, grow a whole community. I'll tell you one of the exciting things that that I heard that uh, I know is going on in your region and further south, there's a really good job with that, and that's externships. This is something that most people haven't thought about it, but in manufacturing, you know, teachers spend, uh, so teachers don't get all the credit and praise that they absolutely deserve. I know that I sent my kid off to school very, very happy that I didn't have to deal with him for uh, a few hours, but I also knew that I was getting back a good product in that whole process. 
they spend their summers off. And one of the things that we had heard uh, was about externships. This is when opportunities for teachers to come into industry, come into, for example, a manufacturing shop, come into uh, a professional office and get a firsthand experience of what it's like. It's not just a field trip where they're looking around. You know, they go on the clock for a few weeks, and that has changed the game in places like um, uh, Palm Beach, where they've gone into manufacturing places or into the power companies and understood the industry. And then they come back out and tell the students with firsthand knowledge what is really going on in those areas. Mm-hmm. I found that fascinating. I, I want to hear more about that as we go forward. So. And, you know, um, obviously uh, I tell folks all the time, remind them all the time that the, the, re- the, the purpose, the primary purpose for us creating this platform, Small Biz Florida, was because I, as a former small business owner, just did not realize all the resources that yeah. were available out there. And when I got involved in all this, I said, I'm going to make it our mission to make sure that at least we're, we're making an effort to make sure that all small business owners know there's an awful lot going on. And when you look around... Uh, this event, uh, the Florida Makes Make More uh, Summit, I mean, there's just all kinds of resources, you know, the SBDCs, Florida Makes, and then all of the regional manufacturing organizations that, that make up Florida Makes across the state of Florida, organizations like Florida Tax Watch. There really is a very robust small business ecosystem, entrepreneurial ecosystem in Florida. And and again, just just an awful lot of resources for people to turn to. Is that is that a fair statement? Florida? Fair statement. You know, when you're a small business person, you spend the majority of your waking hours thinking about your business yeah. and stuff like that. Yes, I did. Yes, <laughs> I was there. But an important part is making sure that those waking hours are also spent in ecosystems like this, where you, where you can be with the SBDCs and, and the colleges and right. the career source folks and, and the whole network of individuals that want you to be successful. And when you get to tell your story, you know, I, I've envisioned that this is, you know, what we're missing sometimes, and I was missing as, as a small business owner, was that train-the-trainer kind of philosophy. Mm-hmm. It's great when I can tell somebody about my business, and I could close deals, and that was fine, but it's even better when somebody else tells about your business and your industry. And, you know, if you're not interacting at the community level like this, you're missing that real opportunity to get more people to pass the word of mouth. Mm-hmm. And that word of mouth not only grows your business, it expands your opportunities, but it helps you find those new talented individuals. There's some folks that that just don't know about any of the industries. Right. Manufacturing is a perfect example of what what the real opportunities yeah. are. But but when you get out on the road and you start talking and helping other people tell your story, you know those people come knocking on your doors. Yeah, no, excellent point. And and I think uh, to to your previous point too. This I think the primary theme and focus of this gathering over the next couple of days is that talent pipeline, developing talent. So we are going to. And I noticed, you know. I, I walked around the vendor area, uh, awful lot of HR, yeah. you know, uh, uh, organizations here. And I, I just, again, I, you know, when people kind of say, man, you know, I'm struggling with this whole talent thing. Yeah. There's resources out there to help you. You, yeah. you. you can't you can't stay in the office like you say. You, you're going to have to get out and and explore and and take some meetings and have some Zoom calls and take some presentations because there are resources out there to help with this yeah. this uh, workforce issue. Yeah, sometimes people only think of those as dollars or grants and stuff, but but when you've got somebody else that's focused on helping you be successful, whether that's writing a business plan or pushing those things out, I think that that makes a huge difference. And then when they get to hear about your training programs, your HR needs, your apprenticeship opportunities, they help you fill those opportunities as well. Um, 
listen, uh, Tony, uh, we appreciate you uh, kicking us off here at uh, Florida Makes Make More Summit. Uh, we appreciate your time. We appreciate what you do at Florida Tax Watch. Uh, you get the final word here, sir. You're you're launching us off here uh, for the next couple of days. So right. maybe what, uh, this is what I'll say about uh, Florida and Florida's manufacturing. Everything you touch, everything you consume, everything you use today is manufactured somewhere. Why not have that be manufactured here in this state? When we make more in Florida, we make more for Florida. We've got to build products, but we also got to build the talent pipeline. We're going to be hearing about this here. Hopefully, you're going to be talking to a lot of folks. There are lots of resources that people can plug into. Certainly hoping that they're going to the college system and the SBDCs and Career Source and many of our other friends that are here. There's lots of avenues out here. We are here to help and looking forward to this. Tom, thanks for this opportunity. Absolutely. Uh, it is uh, Tony Carvajal who serves as the uh, Executive Vice President of Florida Tax Watch, uh, Florida Tax Watch uh, an excellent organization that, that holds uh, our state government accountable and uh, helps, uh, helps with productivity uh, in state government, make sure the, the money's going to the right places. So we appreciate your work. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Tom. Appreciate it. And uh, that'll do it for uh, this segment of uh, Small Biz Florida. But there's lots more to come uh, from the Guidewell um, Innovation Center here in Lake Nona at the uh, Florida Makes Make More Manufacturing Summit. Stay tuned. This is Small Biz Florida. This has been Small Biz Florida, created and produced by the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Your host for Small Biz Florida is Tom Kindred. Partners for Small Biz Florida include WPSL and WSTU and Indian River State College, named the 2019 winner of the Aspen Prize for Community College Excellence.